0: What's up guys we are here with another episode of a hint of jazz as you guys have heard from my last little post um, there was a book club that was discussing my book and I played you guys the clips and stuff like that due to scheduling conflicts I wasn't able to do the first episode of the book about the book with them but I invited my mother who a lot of people ask like what does your mom think of your book so this is my mom I don't know if she wants me to say her name or not. She'd be one NDAs and whatnot. So... Hello. <laughs> so, Mom, tell us, what are, what are your
1: thoughts on your eldest daughter's book, The Dick Diet? I think, first of all, um, I, uh, I think it's a great accomplishment, and I congratulate you for writing a book. I think it's great. Um, I haven't read the book, as you know. Yeah, and she hasn't so read it. Why I haven't you read my book? Um, well... I think we had discussions in the past over the years, even prior to you writing your book about your experiences. And I think from a mother's perspective, I know it was very painful. And so um, when you did, uh, you know, explain to me um, roughly what your book was about, um, it was a lot of. Uh, the experiences you had you know, throughout uh, your relationships in the beginning and uh, pretty much you, you know, throughout those times you would, you did share with me as you, you know, as you were living through those situations. I don't know if you do recall. Do you recall? Yeah, I talked to you a lot about a lot yeah. of stuff. And I think for a parent, it's very painful when you see your child going through pain and yet they are um... You know they're they're not in a place where they're it's off. it's difficult to see somebody uh, go through natural consequences and that's what i i live through so i think to me reading the book would be reliving that those times and it's more, more emotional for me that i i um i'm not yet ready to actually um deal with what really happened um since you know you had already explained you know you had spoken to me about those situations and even though at the time i offered my advice you were not ready yet to you know and oftentimes as a parent that's a difficult place when your child is living through a nightmare uh especially with dealing with abuse and this is for any woman um we've all lived through it i've been there myself where when you're actually a victim of abuse oftentimes it's hard for people to help you get out of it you have to come to a place where you're ready and you're ready to leave leave, or you're ready to um stop the 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 violence or stop the pain Uh, but when people are telling you in that moment that you need to quit this you need to stop and you feel like no, I need to stay because I can make a difference. Whatever your reasonings they are, um, it's a painful thing. So for me, that was that's my perspective of um, I, ca- I haven't come to a place yet where I'm ready to actually uh, relive those times and experiences because you had verbally explained to me, you had you know very openly spoken to me about various relationships you've had and you know what was going on and where you were in your heart. And for me, as a mother, you were in in, in painful places, you know, places where you needed healing. And so that is basically where I am now. Obviously, um, I, you know, that is basically the part that I can, that's the the portion of the book that um, I am aware of. Okay, so like
0: the the sad stuff, you don't want to read the sad stuff. Yes.
1: Because the other parts are spicy. You don't um, want to read that either. I don't mind. I think the day will come when I'll be able to. I mean, there's a lot of processing to go through. You know, it is. Yeah, it's a lot of processing. And even now, we know we speak a lot, and I know that we. There's still a lot of things going on. There are still things that you're still living through. So as your mother, in real time when we talk, um, I can kind of gauge to see where you are. And so for me, you know, not reading your book is not a negative thing. It's just a matter of time. there'll come a time when I'll be ready to read it and I'll read it you know with the knowledge knowing that oh okay it was a tough experience and she came out of it you know so that's pretty much you know the the perspective of it um it's it's not a matter of approving or not because we all write novels Mm -hmm. um and a novel could be about anything you know so I'm not judgmental in this in the sense that you're very um you know you express yourself in your novel and yeah. speak about telling all my business yeah so that's another thing too I don't know if I'm quite ready yet to kind of to find know all, out my what, all your business
0: <laughs> maybe I'll wait a little while <laughs> well you know in my book club they have one of their questions was um with each other was how would you feel because uh, the women were your age um and they all had daughters my age and their question was like how would you feel if your daughter came to you like this or could you imagine your daughter doing these things, or how would you address sexual situations with your daughter?
1: Um, I'm not. It's not a shock thing. I mean, obviously, you're you're a woman, um, and I'm a I'm a woman, and I was once a young girl, so I had my own experiences. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I didn't grow up in a. Uh, and I was not sheltered at all when I was young. I saw a lot at a very young age, um, so in any form of fashion, I'm not in the delusional state where I think that oh, my daughter doesn't do any of those things. I think it's it's the painful part because I know that um, you did go through some experiences in your relationships mm-hmm. because I know that already. Now, if it had been a different type of book about your experiences, love maybe love and mad you know something like love different love experiences and it was comedic that would have been easier to. it read. is comedic uh, i understand i know but it has I'm just a little saying. bit of like
0: it's like a brutally honest so like i go through my 10 steps of the of the dick diet and it goes through my eight experiments uh for the book which is a guy that i slept with slash um had some type of relationship situationship with so obviously my first one um was my first boyfriend I'm not going to drop any names but you remember my first boyfriend what was that experience like for you
1: I think I you know I first of all I really didn't approve of your first boyfriend and and that's another perspective as a mother um it hurts sometimes to to see my daughter uh, because I I see your worth, I saw your worth and I saw that you you, you were much more than who you saw yourself as. And I think I realized, you know, at the time, like I said, oftentimes we can't really make people see the way we see, it's just a matter of time. You know, everybody has to come to a place where they're ready to see it or they're ready to be set free. And for me as a mother, um you know not judging him as a person but honestly based on the experiences you had with him based on the way he treated you i obviously had issues with that so i think that's another problem too of trying to relive that experience because i saw you go through so much heartache and from the day one when you told me some of the red flags and i was like drop it it's not good for you but you kept staying and and i realized too that um when I would see you go back, it wasn't a, it wasn't love or anything, but I could see through, I, I could see the pain, I, I could see that um, you're doing it because you're in a certain place. And for me as a mother, because I'd, I'd been there before, I'd had the experiences that you were reliving, it's almost like every parent, I think sometimes we see our children living some of the things we did. Um, obviously you you don't want the you want the shortcut your shortcut is hey i've lived there and i don't want you to go through the same hurt but oftentimes we don't listen right mm-hmm. and we just want to do it again and it's hard for somebody to watch you go through this pain so my 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 thing was i i, I really did not when i say approve it wasn't judging him as a human being you know um or judging him or saying he wasn't good enough for you of course yes as your mother I honestly did feel that he was not good enough to be your boyfriend or good enough to treat you the way you should be treated and as I watched you go through those painful experiences it it hurt me and I didn't understand you know for me to say why is she doing this but I also understood too some of the issues you were having personally you know as your mother of Mm -hmm. course you know I, I knew that you were having issues um with self-esteem issues and pain, and again because I'd been there, done that, you know, I, my my offer to help you at the time was, I felt like you couldn't really see that I was trying to help you, and you were not in a place where you wanted to receive the help. So, so for me, it was more of a painful perspective because you kind of just had to let me be. Yeah, and I'm you watching it. I'm watching in real time. You're going through this painful time.
0: You know, something that I think about when I think about that relationship in you. Two things. I remember when he visited for the weekend and then you prayed for us. Like we prayed in a circle and you prayed for so long. <laughs> um and um it's he, he visited I was working at Ruby Tuesday. Um and we stayed we stayed at a at a hotel like the Howard Johnson like down the street. And it was like his, his last day he was leaving. And um, yeah, you prayed for a really long time. And then my other memory is when he had cheated on me, like the first time that like I knew he cheated on me and um you hugged me while I cried. And like, even though it was a sad moment, it was a very like mom-daughter moment. Like it made me feel protected by my mom, even though I went back to him afterward. So then what was it like when I, um, I had went back to IUP cause I was at, I was at school in Allentown and then I went back to IUP um, cause I met him when I went to school in Allentown and then mm-hmm. I went back to IUP after being suspended. Uh-huh. Um, and then after that one semester there, I was like, I, I remember I called you first and I was like, I'm moving to Philly with my boyfriend. And you were kind of like,
1: eh. <laughs> yeah, that was bad.
0: and then my dad was like you're an adult go (laughs) hit." and I really felt like I had to defend myself but you know another part of me knew but you know why I really moved is because my other friend that I went to school with she had a boyfriend in Philly so we were both just like we're both gonna go move to Philly with our boyfriends and but that was a whole experience in and of itself Mm -hmm. all right so boyfriend then to boyfriend now how do you feel
1: about what? My, my, my current boyfriend? Oh, I think you, I think it's great. I think, I mean, I think great. I've, I've, I mean, what, I mean, it's a complete uh Turn around. I mean, yeah, I mean, what I'm saying, we all grow. And I'm very pleased to see that um, you have really evolved and you've grown. So um, the man that I'm with now reflects the growth that I've experienced. Oh, yeah, because as a woman, you know, we are um you know our we we have to have we have to be aware of our worth and um and oftentimes you know when we're in abusive relationships um and we we stay or we are experiencing heartache and pain um oftentimes it's because of the way we see ourselves you know Uh, the way you see yourself is pretty much um you only tolerate how you, you know, your tolerance level goes with the way you see yourself. So when you're in a place where you know what you're worth, you won't put up with uh, negativity or abuse or being treated as less than. So I'm, I'm extremely, I mean, I thank God, you know, I truly believe that, you know, um, you know, the, your relationship now is awesome. It's, it's perfect. Um, in a sense that, uh, the young you know, this young man is, um, um he's he's so he's he's great. I mean he's great. He's um, you know, he it's almost like you, you know, compliment one another and and women usually um whoever you're with, uh you you respond to that. You know, you respond to the love you're given. When you're abused, you know, you respond in a way that a man has the ability to to open up a woman. Mm-hmm. Um she can open up as a flower or she can she, close up depending on what he is um how he treats her and what he does you know and of course you know the thing is with women is we will stay depending on where where we are mm-hmm. whether it's a good negative or not um but but i am seeing that you you met this young man and he's he's got a great personality he's mature I'm totally different, obviously, if you would tell me the difference between that and here now. Of course, it's, it's like night and day. Um, with, the, with the, you know, the first one, there were so many other issues that contributed to the way he treated you. And I could not understand in my wildest dreams how you could settle for that when there were better options. I, you know, so for me as a mother, there was so much like I can't believe it that, you know, you would, you know, see yourself that way
0: yeah but you know know. what it was too like you know what it's like living in harrisburg like it's a small town and then i went to iup my first year and i thought like omg like you know i'm finally gonna get a boyfriend and stuff like that and then you know i failed at iup my freshman year and then i went to ncc and it was still like very like dating for me was difficult and i kind of had this like you know in high school and stuff like that when it comes like convention i'm 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 cute I'm bad I'm beautiful I'm wonderful I'm amazing but growing up you know when people feed you things about yourself and you believe them um so like when when I had met him and we wanted to be together the whole relationship like even the beginning of our relationship was pressured and like when I look back and reflect on it even like how we started dating was pressured like I was very like he was being nice to me and I felt like that was like why is he being so nice to me And I kind of like pushed him to be like our relationship. It took like in the book and I explained like how like it takes two to tango and definitely like as abusive as he was is as far as I pushed him to be. And so like I take responsibility for that part. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't do that, you know? And so like it's just it's weird because then like now like when I look at like the circumstances and stuff like that is like I was in a dangerous place like when you go to go live with somebody and you're in that situation like what was what what was anyone going to do you know and then too like when I look at my situation now is that like my boyfriend now like all the things that I've ever dealt with like throughout that whole entire book is like he would never and that to me is like crazy because like everyone that I've dealt with has disappointed me or like just like did things that just like like weren't for me or like I let something go but like even till now like we have our issues but like none of them compare to like the issues that happened in the dick diet and so like i don't know i always wanted to be like a testament you know like that's my testimony as crazy as like it is you know like now like i have friends that like deal with certain things or like they keep going back to like the same guy that treats them bad or they keep doing something that is not contributing to their growth and who they should be and who they are you know a strong woman you know I'm, I'm friends with some strong boss women, and I want what's best for them and then I have to think back like oh yeah like I wrote this book like I was dumb too but I'd be thinking that if I hand them the book that they're gonna be like oh yeah you know like it's gonna be good but it's like people are hard-headed and I think it's just difficult for women in general because we want things so bad that we're not patient for it because this guy, it's always the ones you least expect. I didn't know who's going to be my boyfriend. But now here we are with a baby. And I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the second person experiment too in the book is the family friend. When I told you about that, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: what were your thoughts? Because, you know, that was my best friend in high school for a long time. I did have a secret crush on him in high school, but I had gotten over it. I was dating Maurice at the time, and this is my, you were in Scotland, and you did it on your couch, in Cammie's bed, but we respected your room.
1: See, now, that is what I'm saying. Like, you had issues, you know, and, uh, yeah.
0: Did you know that? I told you that before. Yeah, you did. me. So, I did that because, not like, I, I mean, not like in your house. We didn't, I didn't have my own bed at that house because I had moved out. Well, I, was, I didn't move out yet. I was just in college. But that situation, the reason why I messed with him was because he had promised me that he that we was going to be together. And that was, I think, like, even though with my first boyfriend, like, we broke up and that was sad. I feel like the second guy, because we had such a strong friendship prior to sleeping with each other, that was my real heartbreak. Like I consider that like my real first heartbreak only in the sense that like, it was somebody that I genuinely trusted. Like, you know, my boyfriend, like we didn't have a foundation of friendship, but this guy, we had a foundation of friendship. And so, you know, to, to you know he asked to sleep with me i said no we had this whole conversation of like why and i was like i used to really like you i have a boyfriend now and then he was like oh like why didn't you tell me you liked me we could have been together like da-da-da-da. and for me like i was like omg like i felt like i was in a movie and one of my friends had said jazz this feels like a joke like a big joke and i should have listened But I didn't, because I wanted to do, like, I wanted to fulfill my dreams. And I was like, it was one of those things that, like, he didn't seem attainable to me. But then, like, now here we are. So what were your thoughts on that situation?
1: Oh, Lord. That man, I already knew what type of man he was. So for me, honestly, uh, I just didn't understand why you fought for it. <laughs> but again, you know, you never li- you you always did whatever you wanted regardless. And it was like uh walking into another situation that you're going to get hurt. I mean, you know, knowing him, knowing his lifestyle and everything that I knew about him prior to, it was a warning. It's like, you know, you don't you don't fall for somebody like that because they are looking to make conquests all the time they don't care you know so it, it, it was just a matter of he's a friend and you know everything about him you know what he does all the time so why in the world are you believing going through this but again it was another situation where you did whatever and you wouldn't you know it's kind of like you're digging yourself into a, a heartbreak um, but again from my perspective i i could see again where you were um, you know where you were as far as um, searching again. You know, and like you said, yes, sometimes we are. We think we we think we like somebody, um, and we're looking for we're looking for something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the wrong place, and that was the situation. To me, that was the situation. Now. Everything else had to center around it. Of course, at the time, I wasn't very happy about a lot of things that were going on. I was extremely disappointed. That was my thing very disappointed at the time about whatever you were up to and you were doing. So that was a very, <laughs> another crazy time. Mm-hmm.
0: But you know what it was to was that like when you trust somebody, you don't think that they're going to you know, Like, even though, like, I knew everything about him and I knew how he got down, I knew he was out here in these streets, I thought I was going to be the house that he wanted to come home to. (laughs) And he was going to stay out the street. But then, you know, I, I put that on manipulation. And I want you to know, um, we didn't talk for two years, as you know, we're friends again now. And when we had the conversation, he's very upset about this book. He thinks I've, I've, um... What's the word? I've, he wants to sue me for defamation because he thinks I've shamed his name. Mm-hmm. But he's done that to himself. When I asked him, like, why would you do that? You know, like, we were best friends. He put it all down to, well, I'm just a guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, that's not a good excuse. But I do know that he cares for me and about me. He's He's been there for me as a friend. But I feel like there's we just never had boundaries. And so with us being friends again, we have a lot of boundaries. Mm-hmm. And like he doesn't uh, know that they are there, but I make sure that I keep them up because he's the type of person that he feels like if there's a challenge, then like he feels like, you know, people feel like they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But I make sure that I set the boundaries and don't even let them like, I don't even let him know what the boundaries are. Like, I just don't entertain certain conversations anymore. And I think that's something I had to learn with rela- with relationships, with anybody, with mm-hmm. friendships and stuff mm-hmm. like that, is that I always had people overly involved in my life, mm-hmm. and I was always overly involved in theirs. And so there was never room for, like, like, of course, things get messed up when there's no boundaries, and you don't have boundaries set up. Yeah. So that was an odd situation. But it's cool now you know like it's one of those things like people don't get it sometimes i don't get it but i'm grateful for the lesson behind it and who i am today
1: yeah i think you you have i think it's growing you know you you know you've grown i think that's what comes with growth
0: I'm trying to think, like, because I don't know, you don't know every single person. So then, the last person I can think about in the book that you were like involved, because a lot of stuff happened while I was in Philly, um, was um, my friend, my my almost boyfriend relationship, um, the truck driver. Um, and that was me, like, that was like my. He didn't even have a whole chapter in the book because I was finishing up the book when we were going through that time. Do you remember that time?
1: Yeah, I remember that
0: relationship.
1: And how, like, what was your opinion on that? Um, I just thought that you were very codependent. You had a codependent nature. You know, your attachment style was too... too um, and I could feel that, again, I could feel it came from a place, again, where um, your judgment was off you know, and even at the time when I would offer my advice, you were not, you were not hearing me, um, so again, it was another situation where I had to kind of watch you, um, in this relationship, and of course, when you come to me sometimes and say some of the things that he said, and I'm thinking, okay, um, but again, I watch you go back, you know, and again, it was a matter of watching you subject yourself to um, situations, you know, until I think until it ended or something happened. Yeah. You know, so it was the same situation again. I mean, you were always running over there, and I'm thinking, what in the world are you doing? You know, um, I, I but- only seen him
0: twice a month
1: but it was the way like i could see the depend the codependency the on the
0: phone all day long
1: um well it wasn't it wasn't about the actions but many times when you when you know where somebody's heart is when you know where they are and it's unhealthy like in in any relationship um we have to be healthy like we have to be in a place where we're not because you know when you're in a place like that you was you're setting yourself up for pain you know and that's what i was seeing as a mother it wasn't really about of course i want my children to be in relationships you guys are old enough to find us but i think everybody every every, most parents they just wish you know they just wish for a good person well when i say good person somebody you know decent for for their child to be with so many times when you see your child walking into a difficult relationship you you know you you're watching it unfold in front of you you and think also, that relationship was was difficult no uh, knowing your personality like i think you i i knew that there was two areas where you hadn't healed yet yeah and that's what concerned me but again um it was a matter of me just watching you again live through through it because you you're not in a situation where you are you 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 couldn't see it yeah you know so sometimes i told you i so said you need to slow down you need to slow down but you were going like full force and then Um, Eventually, I think you know things, yeah. So So, that was my and I and I knew why you're going full force, so I think
0: that's that was part of my thing, yeah. I thought I was ready because that was like at the time where like the book was kind of finished. Um, I was doing my last drafts, it was getting edited, and I was with him and he supported me on the book. And like, he he had all the like from like my first boyfriend, he didn't have a lot going on, okay, like he barely was working he was living in his studio apartment and like you know he was a dirty boy and then to the truck driver he had a stable job he had a good job he had a two-bedroom apartment in the nice part of Philly like it was like oh like it was really an upgrade and that's when I was like wow like I am ready to be in a relationship he was such a nice guy we got along very well um but like as, like, our relationship went on, like, I hadn't been in a serious relationship in a while. Like, I don't consider myself having have, like, because that boy, he, we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. We were almost boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, we were exclusive, but we, we weren't, I don't know. So, like, and that was, like, 2019. So, like, I hadn't been in a relationship for, like, almost two or three years. And then I got with him and things were going, like, very, very well. And, that, and I was doing well, too, because that's when I was working at the nursing home and I was doing overnights. And I know, like, after that relationship ended is where I saw, like, like, I saw where I was better with the relationships as for me. And I saw where I was still lacking because I was so like it was, it did become a codependence. Like, I didn't want to not talk to him. Like, and the relationship, sometimes was intimidating because he was one of those, like he had a lot of relationship like friendships with women and he was like friends with his exes and like he didn't like always seem like he had boundaries with women in his life and like sometimes I felt like if I wasn't the only person that he talked to all day all night long like I used to miss sleep like I used to get off of work at 7 a.m and get on the phone with him because that's when he's waking up and getting ready to go to work and that was kind of, like, looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't imagine. Because, I mean, it maybe it's different because my boyfriend now, like, we live, you know, we live together and stuff like that. So, like...
1: But those are insecurities.
0: Though. Yeah, like, just, like, needing, like, you know, like, he wanted space, like, and, like, afterward. And when I look back at it now, like, I'm like, dang, like, we, that relationship, it had potential, But we just might not have like maybe it didn't work out because we weren't supposed to be together ourselves because I'm going to just be honest and keep it real. I was stalking him, (laughs) not stalking him. I was checking up on him and he still. So at the end, at the end of our relationship, something happened and he felt like we just had too much going on. He wanted to slow down. He wasn't. He was like he was in a bad mental space and he didn't want to do this anymore. Um, We didn't talk for like a whole weekend. It was a weekend I was supposed to go visit him. Um, I didn't go visit him. I went out to the country with my friends and rode some horses. And then... Um, when I came back, he we still hadn't talked. So I called him, like, on a Tuesday after the weekend. And he didn't know I even called him. And I was like, so, like, what's going on? And he was breaking up with me. And I thought, like, he got space. Like, he was cool. And I was so sad. He was like, we shouldn't do this at all. So, but, like, we were still talking on the phone. But, like, it was awkward. And, like... my feelings were very hurt like I was very hurt I really liked him I felt like we really had potential to go places and do stuff um and then um I happened so one a girl that I went to college with was friends with one of his exes so I had like I'd gone out to party with one of his exes in Philly before but I didn't know until later and he had told me like he would never mess with this girl again it was over like she was terrible to him she's crazy like he told me all the bad things about her And then one day, like I still had her on Instagram and like me and him never posted each other. Like we talked about posting each other, but like something told me, like if I post him that she would see it and she would get upset. And it's not that I cared, but I wanted him to be like my boyfriend, like for real, before I was like posting my my flings up. So um, she had posted herself going to his apartment and it was on my birthday Well, no, it was a week before my birthday, and I was, like, upset about it, and he was, like, I was just sad, and she brought me something, some alcohol, and I was, like, what, like, that's weird, and then, like, we had talked about hanging out for my birthday, I had got over it, or whatever, and then on my birthday, I get on Instagram, and she's in his room, in the bed, and they're talking and laughing and whatever, and, like, it's my birthday, I was drinking, well, I started drinking after that, and um, I got drunk, and I called, I called him, he didn't answer, so I called her, and I was like, it's my birthday, and he's with you, like, it was so bad, to the point where then she wanted to fight me, we were going back and forth on Instagram, they were commenting on my pictures, and all this stuff, like, it was so, like, it was crazy, they wanted to fight me, it was like, when you go to Philly, like, it's on site, whatever, but then I went to Philly, and they never, They never came to the site. So it's cool. I didn't get into no fight. And I also don't fight. I'm not ever fighting over no boy. Like, I was wrong. I shouldn't have called nobody. But at the same time, it's like, whatever. His mom ended up calling me on three-way with him and apologizing because the girl wanted to beat him up, threatened to hurt him, do all this stuff to him. And the mom called and was like, I want you guys to be friends. Jasmine, you're such a good girl. And that's when I knew. I was like, ooh, I'm the type of girl that you could take home to your mama. Okay? Um... You know, but then he still didn't like me because he was, he was really playing the victim. Oh, I should have never been in a relationship. I should have just stayed, just really, like, crying. And it's like, you did this to yourself. You put yourself in the situation. And, like, you know, like, he's like, why are you paying attention to her or whatever? But I'm like, that's not the point. Like, that, that was a slap in the face for me. Um, So, like, recently, um, I have her social media on one of like my business pages that I never like check it. But I was on I was on my business page because I was rebranding and I was just checking it out and then her one of her stories popped up and they're dating again. Or they're broken up now. But it's still toxic. Mm-hmm. And so something for me um that like that's always been like a thing is that like anybody that's ever did me wrong or did me dirty like not that I wish them like bad things but they don't be in a good place later on so I wasn't wrong in that re- well I know where I was wrong in that relationship however he did not take his steps to do and be better because sometimes you know after that happened it's it's been like two years now Um, But after that happened, it made me like think, you know, I watch a lot of stuff about relationships. And one of the questions was like, would you ever, you know, get back with an ex or deal with an ex again? And that's when like, you know, I seen that and I was like, that's not somebody that I would ever go back to. So that was a good like tap on the pat on the head for me, pat on the back for me, because I am now in the relationship of my dreams. I'm in the relationship that that allows me to love myself first every day and to to be the best me that i can be every day and so i don't know that's the dick diet that's my story and i'm sticking to it okay. so i hope that you read it one day
1: i will i think that there'll be time place for-
0: i got one last question yeah. you think i'm a help no
1: <laughs> <laughs> no way far from it everybody has their own everybody has experiences you just you were just you were always a person that wanted to tell all your business so that's really the difference between you and other people oh um, yeah you know you just want to talk about everything
0: but you know i wrote that book because um it talked it's it, I, I i used to like I was a lay it all on the table. Remember when we had that conversation? When you were like, "Do you, is that?" What you say to somebody right away? Like you just tell them everything. And for me, it was like a, I laid out all on the table when when we first start talking, which I guess can kind of be like um, intimidating for a guy or like too much, like whoa, you know. But I lay it all out there, and um, somebody had threatened me, and I was just concerned that, like, because I believe with everything in my heart, I'm going to be extremely successful and famous I don't know how famous but I'm gonna be successful I'm gonna be known course,
1: out here yeah, in these streets
0: so like I didn't want anybody talking about me and the things you know my life or whatever um publicly so I figured if I write this book I can get out in front of it and even though like I wrote it as like a revenge and uh, not a revenge but like a a defense mechanism it it was very healing to write the the book and talk about my experiences and to even get you know reactions from the guys in the book for the ones that have read it and stuff like that so that's that's the dick diet
1: no it's a um no it's a good I think it's it's a good place um I think um Everybody, you know, we all share our experiences, which is great. You know, we just have a different way of communicating. So, um, you know, like I said, I'm very proud of you because, you know, uh, you wrote. I mean, I watched you write this book and then publish it. So I was very proud of you, you know, because I, I can separate, you know, like I'm not emotionally concerned about the topic of the book. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, I don't approve. No, that's far from it. Because when you're an author or a writer, you can write about whatever subject matter that you want to. You know, I'm a writer too. So any, any subject is, you can decide whatever you want to write about. So I was never like in a place of disapproval or that I never imagined you'd go, yeah. I mean, I, I knew that you'd gone through a lot and you wrote about it and that's a choice that you made. So that's who you are you know, um, and that's great, you know. So I I just look forward to you writing more books, you know, more books. So I think you did, it. you know, I think it was very, it was a great step, very, very um, great step. You took a very good step. And I'm proud of you.
0: You heard it here first, guys. My mom is so proud of me. Thank you, mom, for everything. And just for being my mom and supporting me along the way. I'm very grateful for it. And you're my inspiration.
1: You're welcome, sweetie. I love you so much. I love you
0: too. Thank you guys for coming and listening. Hope I get an A on this project.
1: (laughs) Good night. Good night.